0: What's up? I'm Jimbury.
1: And I'm Limbury. And welcome to Two Pals in a Pod.
0: Hit us with that fun fact.
1: This week's fun fact is about 20 minutes ago I had hiccups.
0: It sounded painful. They were. I was concerned about your lungs. Is that a symptom of the coronavirus?
1: Hiccups? I don't think so.
0: I mean, if your lungs are failing, I feel like that's a sign.
1: Is that what hiccups are?
0: I don't really. It's actually a muscle spasm of some sort. I think it's in your lungs. Maybe it's your esophagus. I don't know. I failed almost every science class I ever took, so don't take my advice. How's your week been?
1: This is an advice podcast.
0: (laughs) Okay, then do take my (laughs) advice. (laughs) But Um, fact check me, because I don't have somebody to fact check me.
1: Yeah. Um, My week, however, um, is not really eventful. I'm looking forward to the weekend. Um,
0: Not we all.
1: I am going on a trip, even though maybe I shouldn't be. Anyways, I'm going on a trip this weekend. Um, I definitely have a little guilt, like I shouldn't be going anywhere. But this trip was planned before the world ended, and it's still technically allowed to happen, so... Can't get refunds. Going you can to... get the virus,
0: though, so. I mean, you could get it here, so.
1: I think that'll be fine. Um, but I guess that's probably what everybody says.
0: <laughs> Famous last words.
1: <laughs> I freaking hope not.
0: Those aren't your last words. You'll have a lot more to yak about. I'll
1: say avenge me for sure as the last thing. Um. <laughs>
0: okay, you've got it planned out.
1: Yes, when I'm murdered, there will be a note in my pocket for my murderer saying thank you. I will not die. I'll be murdered.
0: Moving on. Anything else this week?
1: Maybe. Who really can never not be sure?
0: Alright, so my week has been full of disappointment. As you may or may not know, today is the 10-year anniversary of One Direction. And if that's not something you care about, then this probably isn't the podcast for you. Just kidding.
1: When you hear this, it won't be their 10-year anniversary, but today we are recording on their anniversary.
0: Yeah, and these boys have disappointed me more than any high school boy ever has, so <laughs> I, my expectation bar was set low. I knew there wouldn't be new music today. I knew no new content would come out i thought maybe they would sing what makes you beautiful but instead of being 14 year old boys they'd be 24 year old men on zoom they're just re-releasing their old um music videos in 4k and i'm like it couldn't have gotten more disappointing than that also there's three songs on their very first album that were never added to Spotify because they were bonus tracks and you were only supposed to receive them if you bought the CD. Everybody illegally downloaded them on YouTube. I've already imported them to my Spotify. Like, sure, great that it's, like, actually on Spotify now, but... Who does that help? Nobody. People
1: who follow the rules, Jamie.
0: Whatever. I... Have been hurt and lied
1: to. I'm sure if you're a One Direction fan that you would break rules for them.
0: Oh, 100%.
1: I am butthurt, though, because about last year was the 10-year anniversary for Big Time Rush. And what did I receive? Nothing. Nothing. Other than a tweet from Nickelodeon.
0: Yeah, I really like boy bands. Specifically One Direction in early five seconds of summer um now i feel like they're trying to become k-pop adjacent as american boys and i just don't get it
1: american boy um the jonas brothers are forever and always important to me
0: and of course nsync and backstreet boys but
1: they're fine but honestly don't say anything a little else. too young to be like a mega fan
0: i had a hit clip of multiple of their
1: songs yeah, that was a non-essential purchase that my mom would have never gotten me.
0: My sister used to buy them for me.
1: Do you have siblings, or you not have siblings?
0: I have two half siblings, and um, I say I was an only child because I have never lived with one of my siblings, so I don't think that I can say that I've actually had siblings because I never had to live with them. You know, I never so had the pain. Your
1: dad's kids from
0: a marriage before I was born? When I was born, my brother was, like, 10, so he thought I was cool because I never bothered him. Like, I didn't try to take his stuff or anything.
1: So you have two sisters and a brother?
0: I have one sister and one brother. Okay. Yeah. So they always liked me. I can't remember one time ever getting into an argument with either one of them. And that's another reason I feel like I can't call them my siblings.
1: My half-brother is definitely my sibling.
0: Yeah. But you lived with him at some point.
1: For one month of my life. Hmm.
0: I don't know, man. I haven't seen my brother in over ten years, so anyway, we're not gonna unveil my trauma. That's what therapy's for.
1: But um <laughs> That's what this podcast is.
0: Other than that, I've got some photo shoots going on this week and this weekend's my first wedding since COVID, and I'm a little bit anxious. I'm excited to like get to do photos again, but also like uh, there's a new mask mandate in Ohio.
1: Thank the Lord. Thank you, DeWine, for finally doing what you should have done at the beginning of lockdown.
0: You know, I can't be a hater, though, because no, it, anything he do, he's getting screamed at. And I appreciate that he did the right thing and like is just getting screamed at for it. But also, I cannot imagine being in his shoes.
1: You can't go anywhere without somebody just being a fucking dick to you.
0: Yeah, that poor man. If this term of his election doesn't kill him, I don't know what will. (sighs) Also, didn't the doctor that was advising him
1: resign? She quit because people were mad that she was like, hey, you need to tell everybody wear a mask. So they showed up on her lawn with guns and were like, we hate you.
0: Are those people And we want to hurt you. They should be. Should be in jail.
1: Do you think that they are?
0: Well, were they white men? Riddle me that.
1: <laughs> Who's mad about the masks?
0: <laughs> so, yeah. Mm. Goodness gracious. Not that everybody that is our age is following this by any means, but um, I had an online Skype meeting with my doctor and I like, told him I've been wearing my mask anywhere, everywhere and he's like, Your generation is not the problem. <laughs> and I was like, Thanks for being understanding. <laughs> He was like, I'm having trouble with the older folks. And I'm like, yeah, I
1: understand. You don't have to tell me. I feel like millennial. It's not to freaking put everybody in a box. and am like, ugh, old people, ugh, young people. But I feel like I don't know any millennials, people age about 25 to 35, that aren't wearing masks. I know there's younger people who are like turning 21 or they're 20 or 18 or 16 who aren't wearing masks because they're at a party or older people who are like freedom 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 i can't um (laughs) but i don't know have you seen any millennials people 25 to 35 that were like no i will not wear a mask
0: Not really. I feel like most of the um, younger generation is like not wearing a mask when they hang out with their friends, which is like, you know, still not cool. But if they're going in public, then they're like, I absolutely will wear a mask and respect the workers here.
1: Yeah, they usually wear their masks out in public, but they're also partying far more because they are young people. And I know, I mean, I wasn't a crazy party person, but I still definitely partied more then than now.
0: I went to um, Target the other day, which is the closest store to my house. I just had to pick up a couple of things. And this man walked in without a mask and immediately a worker met him at the door and was like, sir, you can't be in here without a mask. He said, I don't have one. I came in here to buy one. And she escorted him to the mask and was like, you can purchase this immediately and put them on and then continue your shopping. But until this is paid for and on your face, I'm not letting you walk through the store. And I was like, this girl was like five foot nothing. And I was like, get him.
1: Get up. She was
0: like, it might be too big for your face, but it's better than nothing because they only have, like, large and extra larges left. And I was like, I really hope that that was effective.
1: We bought small masks. We should have bought children's masks.
0: I considered buying a children's mask, but I, um, did just buy. Also, like, the only one that's left is pink, and I'm like, are people not wearing a mask because they're pink? Because that's another wild thing.
1: No, I think... For me, at least, the masks at Target Mm -hmm. are additional. Like, I already had one, but I'm going to Target to get more because, yes, I'm lazy. I don't wash it every day. You would like to have more than one. The mask I have is, like, fun and colorful, and sometimes you would like it to match your outfit because you have to wear it all day.
0: I need, like, I have a navy one and I have a black one, and I'm like, I'm going to a wedding this weekend, so I need to wear, like, the most neutral one. I'm not going to wear, like, my fun-colored flower one. That's just...
1: Seems too rude. You need <sighs> professional masks. Seriously.
0: I did have to buy some dresses for work this week, um, just like a couple other things I could wear to weddings. And I was trying to see if I could use that as a business expense to write off on my taxes. And they were like, If you can prove to us that you only wore it to a wedding, I'm like, How can you prove to the government at all that you only Like do people send the government pictures of their OOTDs, like, check it out. This The top is thrifted. Check me out on Like to Know It. My FBI agent also helped me pick out my bra this morning.
1: Like, I just,
0: the audacity. Oh, goodness. I just, it was too much. I don't understand. I hope that these dresses fit me too because they're from Up, so you could never know. But they're both very cute, and with shipping, two dresses was forty bucks, and I don't think that that's terrible. I definitely would have liked to get some other ones, but I bought like business ones, you know. And also, the requirement was they had to have pockets, and they had to be my knee length because when I'm taking pictures, I'm running around and bending down all day.
1: And but you pockets. want to look nice in case somebody else takes a picture of you. Yeah. Just because they're like at the wedding, and like you don't want to see. Yeah. A Slav photographer.
0: Yeah, and I had it, uh, it has to have pockets because.
1: You need that <laughs> shit.
0: I need it for my lens cap, the bride's lipstick, some other stupid stuff that somebody forgot that I have to put in my pocket. But
1: I bought a swimsuit online and it arrived this week. And so here's the thing it does technically fit. Mm hmm. I don't love it, and if I was at a store, I wouldn't pay for it. But I've been unable to find a swimsuit, as you did try to help me.
0: Yeah, it's been an adventure, honestly.
1: Um, If you are skinny, you don't know about this problem, probably. But plus-size swimsuits, or just the larger end of standard sizes, because... My size doesn't really even exist. Um, All the swimsuits almost all the time are black. Because that's a slimming color. Yeah. Um, I'm sick of it. I don't want to wear a black swimsuit. I want fun. So I finally find something fun. And it, like, doesn't fit quite right. But it fits and covers my body. So I have to be cool with it because everywhere is sold out of my size. Because the average American woman is my size, and why can I not find my size anywhere if that's the average size?
0: Hmm. It's been the swimsuit fail of the summer.
1: It was so hard to even find one to buy.
0: They've all let you down.
1: I've never been so disappointed. And I've dated men. So you've never been so disappointed in yourself? I've hurt my feelings before.
0: All right. What's your biggest... Biggest whoopsie?
1: My biggest whoopsie. <laughs> whoopsie daisies. <laughs> um, well, there was when I totaled my first car, which was a pretty big deal because I was originally grounded and not supposed to go out. <laughs> Good. Good. And apparently I should have just left it that way. But I don't know what happened, I can't recall, but my dad grounded me for an incredibly stupid reason. But he was very firm on grounding me. And I was like supposed to take my car out to go pick up some friends for like the first time. I'd had people in my car, but this would be like the first time me picking up two friends and like going and doing something with them all day long. So I cleaned our house top to bottom To get to go. And he was like, okay, I guess I'm not mad anymore. And you know, the rest is history.
0: Including the car.
1: Yes. Um, But another major or epic fail, okay, Barstool Sports, (laughs) of mine is being a failure. Um, I failed college. Kind of. Sort of. Um, Jamie and I both went to the same place. We got associate's degrees. Um, I decided working 35 hours a week and going to school 35 hours a week would just be fine and not be too much for one single little person.
0: Let me ask really quick. Did you actually only work 35 hours a week? Because I feel like you worked more.
1: I worked 35 hours a week.
0: You never stayed and helped or, like, covered shifts?
1: When I was in school, I worked 35 hours a week.
0: Huh. Shocking. Continue.
1: Which was a lot. That's several. Um, because nobody else I knew was working more than 15 or 20. Yeah. And then when we get down to, like, our last semester portfolio, everybody quit their jobs because they had parents to give them money for a few months, and it was, like... I can't quit my job because I need all of this money. Um, well, I should have quit. I should have just gotten a credit card and exploded that. I didn't understand that I could just get a credit card, go into poor debt, and then fix it later. Because it would probably only be like a $1,000 for me to live for like two months jobless. Yeah. Um... I wish they had actually have given me a real solution when the teachers told me to quit working. Um, but also, I dicked around a bunch. There's plenty of other people who work that much, go to school that much, and have children. Mm-hmm. And they do just fine.
0: That's so much.
1: It really fucking is. But I basically got yelled at for a long time... But I, before I broke the news to my parents, I already had 12 backup plans. Like, I don't go into that conversation not knowing what the fuck I'm talking about. She's
0: not empty-handed.
1: I won most prepared every year in elementary school for a fucking reason.
0: I won most likely to have a story to tell, which means I talked a lot and it hurt my feelings, and then I became an introvert after the age of 10 because my dad died and somebody made fun of me for talking.
1: The trauma. I got most prepared because nobody knew who I was, and that was the least interesting award.
0: (gasps) That's why we have a podcast because we were overlooked as children. Continue.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But basically, I continued working at Pea Bread for another year, and that is when I 100% worked more than 40 hours a week. I took everybody's shift because I worked at a store where everybody was a big piece of shit never showed up, so they always called me. I ended up with, like, 60 hours every week.
0: Do you get overtime for that? Yes. Oh, girl. And
1: if you've ever worked retail or fast food, they're like, I refuse to pay any employee overtime. You are not allowed to work past that 40 hours. If it is 40 hours in one minute, I will kill you. Yeah. But that's how shitty everybody at my store was. So
0: they were like, we'll pay you. Please just come. They were like,
1: "I I don't care who I get in trouble with. Please show up. Yeah. So, I was, like, working open to close, which means I only slept for six hours in between opening and closing. And I just wore my uniform to bed and woke up in it because there was no time.
0: Good, good.
1: Um. Still didn't have enough money to go back to school for that final semester again because I had to wait a whole year to retake the class because that's the way it worked. But, um, I took out some loans. Yeah. And... So, the deal was that there was, like, a subsidized loan and an subsidized no. loan. Wow. Do I know what I said and do I know what the difference is? I absolutely don't. Great. Um, But, basically, the deal was, like, there's a chance that I wasn't going to get part of the loan and I would still owe money. And the chance was that I was going to owe $900 still. Yeah. But they said they would work out a payment plan so I could pay that while I went to school for, like, four or five months. Yeah. I was like, $900, like, I can make that happen. Yeah, for sure. And then the other part of my loan was, like, five grand.
0: Good, good.
1: Maybe not quite that much.
0: Close, though. It it was
1: a couple thousand dollars. Well, guess which part I didn't get? The couple thousand. Of the course. couple thousand dollars, so I owed five hundred dollars each month to school, so I could go to school while I was in school. Perfect. Which means I had to make five hundred dollars every month, but I also had to have money to Eat. live. Yeah. Um, I drove an incredible amount. I only went home on the weekends. I slept at my friend's house for free during the week.
0: Yeah. That was the only way you could make it work.
1: I didn't have, like, a place to cook, so everything I ate was fast food, mm-hmm. which burns a hole in your pocket. Yeah. And I also had to pay for art supplies for all my projects. Yeah. So um, trying to make that 500 bucks a month was a little tough, but I did it and because also I could not work 35 hours a week again yeah and still pass so I think I cut down to 25 hours a week
0: oh even better goodness gracious
1: and I worked at the Panera that was right by my school not by my mom's house where I was living so it made no sense for me to go home
0: living quote unquote
1: yeah Laura
0: lived in her car
1: I still do pretty much (laughs) I drive so much but I went back and I got my degree, and life's not bad now.
0: So, your fail turned into a success. Yeah. My fail did not turn into a success. One of my first photo shoots and gigs that I was getting paid for was taking photos of um, a little girl's soccer team. So, I was going to take a picture of each girl with a soccer ball. I looked up poses, I did the research. I, like, basically, they were hiring me because it was cheaper than hiring Life Touch, you know, all the school pictures go through them. And. It was cute. I was so prepared. I took the most adorable photos. I took team photos. I felt so good. I got home. I took half the photos in one camera card, half the photos in another. I got home and one of them corrupted and wiped half of the girls' photos. It had their group photos. And I felt terrible. I had to, like, call the coach and they were so upset at me. But I offered to retake the photos for free and to give them the highest Priced package, which was like $40 of like photos, um, which I wasn't charging extra. I was just charging at cost because this was like one of my first gigs. I didn't know what I was doing. And I was like, I will print your photos for free, send them to your house. I will come to your house to take the pictures. No money. Only one girl took me up on it and Everybody else was just, like, so mad at me. And obviously, I was not It's not asked even
1: your fault.
0: Yeah, I was not asked to return. Um, but that day still haunts me. Um, you best believe that I back up all my photos now. I have never misplaced photos since that circumstance. And now I have a camera that shoots to two cards at once. So if one of them corrupts, I have a backup card. I have severe anxiety from that.
1: <laughs> and the award for most prepared <laughs> goes to Jamie Hannah.
0: Since she's passing it off, I'm going to take a quick break and frame this, baby.
1: And I am going to run to the bathroom. We'll be back. And we're back from our <laughs> beautiful break.
0: I really hope you could hear what I just said.
1: I'm hoping that you did Um This week... I guess I can tell an old Tinder tale.
0: Dig it out of the vault, Laurel.
1: Alright, so this is not about Tinder, but it is a date. Okay. Um, if I've told this before, my bad, but I absolutely don't remember, so here it is again, perhaps. Um These days people our age don't really use Facebook.
0: Not for real.
1: Um, I mean, I get on there every now and then to, like, make a notification disappear. Sometimes, like, a family member posts a picture. But for the most part, don't use it. I'd say maybe two years ago, somebody had messaged me on Facebook asking how I was doing. I'm like, okay, I guess I'm 40 years old now. Pretty much. But it was this guy that I used to be friends with in high school. And my friend and I had art class with him, and he was a year older than us. Ooh. I know. So scandalous. And I definitely had, like, a little bit of a crush on him in school. But, like, he had a girlfriend, and, like, we weren't, like, best homies. We just sat next to each other in class. So we had that kind of relationship. Ooh. And in art class, he always did this thing. To be particularly annoying, but also funny, is that he made sure he painted an apple into every project that he ever did. Okay. And my friend and I called him Bri Kwan. Definitely not his name, but it was funny it for was. a white boy. Sure. Um, but he had messaged me on Facebook asking how I'm doing, and, like, we were talking about high school and, like, wow, so long ago, even though only been like five years but um he basically asked me out on a date to like come hang out with him and it turned out you know he lived in a reasonable location for me to come hang out with him and I of course was like I had a crush on this dude yes I will go hang out with you I like checked out his pictures and like he still looked good which does not happen to boys you liked in high school
0: absolutely not
1: but I was like, oh my gosh, like, you like me? So I went and I had, like, a date with him. And I spent the night, but did nothing, like, super interesting happened. We watched Doctor Strange and ate Taco Bell. So, you know, real romance. Of course. But I had, like, such a fun time and, like, I absolutely wanted to hang out with him again. Maybe, like, another month goes by. This is also at the same time I had started seeing my boyfriend that I had for a few months.
0: You're a two-timer.
1: Well, the thing was, I was just, like, going on dates with people. Like, it wasn't my boyfriend. I would only been on, like, one date with each of them at the tip, this point.
0: Oh, I get it. I'm not actually hazing you for that. That's
1: For everybody else out there. Um, But by the time this Facebook boy had got around to being like, hey, would you like to do a second date? I'd already been on like two more dates with the other guy. But I already knew Facebook boy from high school. And I thought that he was cuter than the other guy. And I was like, he seems smarter and more interesting. And so I was like, Absolutely, I'd like to go on a second date with you, because nothing was official with other boy. Some things may or may not have happened, but regardless, it was a fun, good, decent date. This boy never wanted to actually hang out after that. He always just was interested in saying hello to me on Snapchat at 2 in the morning. Oh, good. So we all know what was up. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, you're telling me you would rather just have pictures of people than actually have them in real life physically? I
0: can't understand that. I
1: don't get it. Like, I don't get it. But basically, I'm not awake at 2 in the morning. You message me at 2 in the morning, you're fucking dead to me. So he was dead to me, and I decided I'd date the other boy. Which only lasted a few months, because obviously I didn't like him that much, but... Okay,
0: well, that's the tea on two boys.
1: I felt real dang special, though.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's amazing. Uh, To completely switch gears, this week we both had some interesting stale people stories and mine kind of goes along with a tinder tale a tiny oh, a little bit. bit a little bit so when laura and i lived in college together uh we were the kind of roommates that hung out too because obviously we're still friends i know like lots of roommates don't really spend a lot of time together um
1: we're bros
0: yeah so we drink
1: our h2 bro <laughs> oh,
0: <my>. sorry <laughs> that really caught me off guard but we often would watch New Girl or something of the sort in the living room and do homework together. I feel like we shared the space really well. When I lived with my other roommate, I definitely lived in my bedroom, which is fine. But when Me I lived and with you, you were
1: comfortable sitting on top of each other on the couch together.
0: Yeah, which was totally cool. So when- but we
1: were also major whores for Christmas.
0: Yeah. So our apartment is fly at the time. We liked hanging out there. It wasn't dirty. So we were sitting in the living room doing some homework, watching New Girl. We
1: were setting up the Christmas tree. Oh, we were setting up the Christmas tree. So we were in a good mood. And we so- were having an incredible day, and that's why I mentioned Christmas, because we were setting the tree up.
0: Yeah, which setting the tree up and doing all the Christmas decorations was a couple-day event, but we can talk about that on a different day. <laughs> but um, somebody knocked on the door, and... I answered it, which is unlike me. So, I answer the door, and this guy comes to the door, and it's one of those people that's like, I can sell you your energy for cheaper. I can take like five dollars off your electric bill for a month. And I'm just kind of answering his questions, and I'm like, No thanks. I'm letting him go through his spiel, whatever. And then at the end, he was like, Do you like Chipotle? And I was like, Yeah. And he was like, Do you know where the Chipotle in? this outdoor mall location near us was. And I was like, yeah, I do. Ryan, my now husband, worked there at the time. And the guy at the door could not see, but Ryan was on the other side of the door helping set up the Christmas tree. He was on his computer or something. He was helping with the lights. He was just behind the door. he...
1: Once he heard him say the Chipotle location, his eyes popped out of his skull. Because I couldn't see you because you were like on the other side of the door. It was like half open. Yeah. So I could just see the back of you, but I could see Ryan because we were putting the tree up. I couldn't see him. I wish I could have. I I know that Ryan can get mad, but oh my God.
0: <laughs> and this guy goes, do you know where this Chipotle is? And I said, yeah. And he was like, would you, like, stopped mid-sentence, and he said, our business is by there. If you have more questions, you can call them. Thanks, bye. I looked it up. The business wasn't by there. He was trying to ask me out on a date there, and he chickened out at the last second and was like...
1: Thank God he (laughs) did, because Ryan would have kicked his ass.
0: That guy ran down the stairs and out the door like I had vomited on him or something. (laughs) But, yeah, uh, so I don't answer the door anymore. Um, I don't get hit on frequently either, so it's funny that it happened at my own home on my footstep doorstep my footsteps <laughs> jeez louise what about you do i get hit on do you get knocks on your door
1: i absolutely ignore <laughs> knocks on my door um you see the mormons coming you hide under your couch you turn <gasps> off your lights you close all the windows and doors
0: Speaking of which, I had a Mormon come up to me while I was having a garage sale once, and she was like, do you have time to learn about Jesus? I said, Jesus is my bro, I love him. And she was like, all right, and left. So I think that's all you have to say.
1: Well, I've said that before.
0: Oh, well, I can't help you there. <laughs> she was real cool. Um, anyway.
1: <laughs> I did have, when I was younger, this vacuum salesman came to the door which is a wild thing to think of now do those (laughs) exist it's QVC
0: now right (laughs) (laughs) yeah
1: but he came to the door and my mom and i were in the living room and my brother was doing something else and at the time i was not older than 12 so this man comes in to do a vacuum demonstration (laughs) i know it's crazy you've only seen it on old tv shows So he busts out this fancy-ass vacuum with, like, chrome shit happening. and Like, it's beautiful. It really is. Did he
0: look like he was straight out of the 80s?
1: No. And there were also, like, two other people on the street at the same time going around. So it was, like, a little less creepy, I feel like. Kind of. Um, But anyways, he, like, takes our vacuum. He pours, like, just, like, some baby powder or something into the carpet. He goes over the spot with our vacuum 50 times. He counts. He's like, "You would think everything's vacuumed up, right?" Well, he takes a fresh filter, puts it in his vacuum, goes over it once and picks up a ton of shit. And then he takes it out, puts in a clean filter and goes over it one more time. That's such
0: and a waste. And there's nothing. Oh my goodness.
1: So, like, it was an incredible vacuum. It really did do what they said. But the whole time this man is trying to demonstrate and talk about the vacuum, which was, like, over half an hour. Me and my little brother are just being huge pieces of shit. And I asked multiple times in a row how much is it how much is it how much does it cost what is the price how much is it
0: and he obviously was waiting till the end
1: he was ignoring me because i was a small child but at the end he says it's twelve hundred dollars and my mom said get out of my house
0: <laughs> oh i love that i would never pay that much for vacuum our vacuum i love it it was Forty nine ninety nine from Target. It was a wedding gift, and I don't care how jank anybody thinks it is, I love the thing.
1: My vacuum was free.
0: Okay, well, we can't all be special.
1: I did buy a vacuum for our first apartment, and it was literally a stick. I was
0: like, I can't, did that thing even make it through the whole year?
1: Jamie, I still have it, and it still works. Amazing. It doesn't work as good as it used to, but... Well, it was so funny because you'd have to empty it, like, three times in each room. Oh, for sure. But, like, it worked.
0: It, sure. It did. you gave me that look. Now, I vacuum up so much dog hair a day, it's not even real.
1: Dude, our vacuum's ready to explode from all the hair.
0: Goodness gracious, but speaking of being a little punk and bothering your mom during stuff.
1: Oh, are we going to talk about the time she hit me with a remote? No. Or just middle school in general?
0: A little bit about middle school in general. So, if you were in middle school around the same time as us, the most exciting thing you could do on the weekend is go to the mall with one of your friends, unchaperoned, and do whatever you wanted. I was even thinking about it the other day, and I was like, you know, I really could use a good mall montage 90s early 2000s style with one of my friends at the mall now obviously because of coronavirus that can't happen but like the memes I would really love to experience that right now
1: I know that Mike, I am the in high school I was the mom friend now Jamie's kind of got that a little more covered than I do but I was in charge of plans because I love my other friends but they're dumb as shit um, when it comes to stuff like that. So my job was to figure out how we're getting there, how we're getting home, and how we're affording to eat and have a good time. Yes.
0: First of all, you hit up Annie Ann's and you get them free samples.
1: Okay, the mall I had had, like, an off-brand, no-name pretzel place. I'm telling you, it is better than Annie Ann's. Mm. Always has been, always will be. And you'll be like, oh, I don't know. Like, it absolutely is. <laughs> If they were, it's undeniable, and it's cheaper.
0: If there were no repercussions for my actions, I would eat Cinnabon every day of my life, and I've I don't never care had how thick. Okay, th- that's my birthday wish. All I want is to go to Cinnabon with you. <laughs>
1: okay. Um, but anyways, the, my friends and I we went to the mall every weekend because it was either that or hang out at each other's house, and our favorite activity was to complain about our moms. And you can't do that at your house with your mom. You can't. Especially when you have a cheap house with thin walls and your dad's like, I heard you talking shit about your mom. How dare you?
0: <laughs> Happened once. Apparently.
1: More than once.
0: Continuing. Yes.
1: So anyways, at the mall, unchaperoned, things happen. Of course. Um, some more mundane than the other. But I recall my 16th birthday... No, it was my 15th. I had just me and my friends go to the mall. <coughs> um, the mall was really just my life at that age. Oh, for sure. Um, there was one day, me and my two main gals, we went to the mall and we went in through the J C Penny.
0: That's the entrance.
1: Yeah. And there was this little old lady coming into JCPenney's to return something. And we held the door for her. Have you ever regretted doing a nice thing? Because we sure as fuck did.
0: I really can't remember a time where I have.
1: This little old lady, she was very nice, but she was so nice that she told us her whole life story for over an hour because we held the door for her. Mm. She like came in and she mentioned, oh, you know, I'm returning a pair of pants. And we were like, oh, that's interesting. And she's like, yeah, it's for my husband. And then from there it was every detail of her life ever, her life, her son's life, her grandson's life. And I was checking the time. There's no exaggeration. It was over an hour of talking to her In the doorway.
0: Good, good.
1: I had to be like, oh, my mother's here. We must go. And this old lady had to have been like, you just walked in the door. (laughs) An hour ago, man. My mother obviously wasn't there. But we were like, we have to get out of this conversation. And I tried so many times. And like, we just couldn't go. Without being absolute jerks who just walk away in the middle of a conversation.
0: Yeah, well... We are some of those fortunate people who didn't live in the middle of nowhere. So there were a couple mall options near us.
1: Um, if you were poor, there was only one option.
0: Well, you were near one, and that one was cool. Great. I There's another one that was closer to my other friend's house. Fun, great. There was one that was about 25 to 30 minutes away from my house.
1: Trying to park and get into the building definitely makes it a solid half hour.
0: Yeah, but... It is, quote-unquote, the bougie mall. It has the fancy stores. It has an anthropology. It has a Lululemon. It has stores
1: that... It has Michael Kors. It has a coach. Like
0: It's got everything. And I... That was the mall you wanted to go to because it made you feel like a fancy person who lived in California in the early 2000s and you could have been friends with Aquamarine. Like... <laughs>
1: It was a cool mall. It just really sucked not being able to afford even one corn chip.
0: Yeah, I could never afford anything. And as we've mentioned in previous podcasts, I was a tiny child. I wore such small clothes until I was in high school that I, it took until I was 14 to fit into, like, a PacSun 00, which is basically a four-toddler, because i just small child. So... I couldn't shop at the cool stores anyway because the clothes didn't even fit me. And, like, one, my family couldn't afford it. We weren't super poor, but we definitely couldn't afford anything like Hollister or Abercrombie by any means.
1: Yeah. Um, A $50 shirt is out of the question. That's how much a whole outfit should be.
0: Yeah. That's your first day back at school. Back to school outfit is $50, and that's stunning. And then
1: when your parents said, let's go get back to school clothes, they literally meant one outfit. For sure.
0: But, um, I couldn't fit into it anyway, but I did have a friend who actually went to school for fashion. She was, like, the fashionista of the group, could fit into those clothes, and I just walked around with her and, like, tried on clothes for fun. And I just, you know, being included was all I needed. I was just so excited to get to go to the mall.
1: I liked going to, I mean... Like you said, that mall is cool. I like to go into the cheap mall, though, because sometimes my dad would give me $20. Yes! And at the cheap mall, you could do so much with $20. Oh,
0: absolutely. Um, But one specific time, we were going to this fancy mall, and it was, like, about to be, like... My mom gave me a little bit of money to do, like, some Christmas shopping. So we were on the way there, and my friend's mom was like, Do you want to stop at Starbucks? I've never been to Starbucks before. All I know is that they sell coffee, and she's like, they make fancy hot chocolate. Would you like one? And I was like, we're going Absolute. to the fancy mall. I'm getting fancy hot chocolate, and I have money to buy Christmas presents? There's never been anybody cooler than me. I'm untouchable at this point. <laughs> you will have it. I think that I was just beaming with excitement so much that... I don't even think I bought anything. I was just so happy to be there. (laughs) But at the cheap mall, Laura was talking about, that was the first store to get a pink by Victoria's Secret. I remember going in there and all I wanted was a hoodie because that's what everybody at school had. One, couldn't afford it. Two, my mom was like, that would be a dress on you. I am not purchasing one hoodie. We go to Kohl's. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But I wanted it so bad. I think for Christmas, that was like my big gift that year, which it went halfway down my legs, but I loved that thing more than any other article of clothing
1: I owned. So I don't have any specific incidents, but when I went to the mall, I went with my friend and her sister, who was also my friend. Um, And her sister was the hot one of the group. Oh, At any age, always the hottest out of the three of us. And she liked it that way. She went out of her way every time she went outside to be the hottest bitch in any room. She didn't wear shoes that were flat. She didn't go out without makeup. And she didn't go out with at least half a boob out. Okay. Okay. But he looked good. Oh, for sure. But as you can imagine, that caused some issues with gentlemen at the mall. Oh, I'm sure. So it was always me and her sister, my main friend, pulling her away from a group of, like, four dudes being like, yo, what's up? Like, let me get your number. And she's always like, I want to give my number to everyone. I (laughs) do I mean, I guess at the time we were younger, and that kind of was the mentality. Definitely now, it's like, no, I wouldn't want to do that. But these boys, they might have been a little older than us, but they were definitely, like, not too old to be hitting on us.
0: They weren't creepy old men.
1: No, they definitely were, for sure, teenagers. Okay. But um, I spent half my time at the mall dragging her away from the creeps. good.
0: One time I was at the mall with my friend, and um, these guys were talking to us and they just started following us from store to store. And we, they like went into Forever 21 and they followed us and we were like, okay, we're getting creeped out. So we held hands, which obviously did not stop them from being creepy. And we proceeded to walk into Victoria's Secret. And whatever magic Victoria's Secret has, I need to bottle
1: up. Because that repels boys like there ain't no tomorrow. Unless it's, like, already your boy. But, like, if you are a single dude, you are not going in there.
0: It's honestly the most magical thing I've ever seen. I remember this in middle school, vividly, in health class. Um... We had a very paranoid health teacher, at least I did. I had a woman and nobody else seemed to have her, everybody like doesn't remember her. Everybody says I'm exaggerating the story, but I swear that I'm not. Unless I just have a real bad memory, but this is my truth, I will speak it. (laughs) Um, She was talking about how abductions can happen and the fact that sex trafficking is a thing. She's trying to educate middle schoolers in a way that's not the scariest thing you've ever heard. There's really no way to present that other than it's the scariest thing in the world. So she's talking about it and she's like The biggest place for predators to go is the mall. And I had a mall trip planned for the next day and I was like, Oh no and she was like, Never, ever, ever go to the bathroom by yourself. She like girls, she was like you will get stolen, especially if there's a long hallway. And she made us watch this news report of, like, a girl that got taken from the mall because her friend, like, didn't go to the bathroom with her, which, I mean, he could have taken both. I don't know why that was, like, the reason, but... And I was terrified. And so the mall that we went to obviously had a long haul because it goes behind the stores Mm -hmm. to get to the bathroom. And I was, like, shaking in my boots the whole time. I was so scared. And then that mall actually got a curfew, and if you were under...
1: Dude, the mall curfew was the biggest bullshit to happen in my whole entire life.
0: Seriously, they're like, if you're under 16, you can't be at the mall after like 4 p.m. or something stupid. And it's like...
1: Only on Fridays and Saturdays, That's only when you can go. Yeah, so you could go on Sundays, but the mall closed at 6. Yeah, Uh, Yeah,
0: that was such a tragic time, and I was like... And you couldn't get anybody to take you to the mall until after lunch. Yeah, I was thinking that maybe something that happened that made the rules there i definitely have some tea about that mall that i can't necessarily spill or it will disclose its location but some shady stuff happened there that i'm sure you could look up on the news the cheap mall not that
1: one no uh our cheap mall that i went to frequently because it was right by my house um makes a cameo In Tiger King.
0: It does. So if you find it, go ahead and tweet us a picture of the mall you see in the background. First person Um, to do.
1: He goes to several, he goes like a lot of places with those tigers and they show like some footage of all the malls he went to and ours gets a whole five milliseconds on screen. But you better believe I knew what it was. Absolutely. That doesn't surprise me at all. So I went to the same mall that there was a tiger at. Not at the same time, but it was there.
0: My mom saw a camel in this area one time.
1: I saw somebody walking a llama through the Panera parking lot.
0: Hmm. All right. Well, we're going to take one more quick break. And when we come back, we actually have some advice to spill. Tea to spill? I don't know. We're working on it. See you after the break.
1: And we're back from our beautiful break.
0: That was short, concise, like the rest of this podcast. So we'll start with our first question. Slash advice. How do you deal with difficult roommates?
1: I've never had a roommate that I had to kick out bad, but I've had a lot of roommates, and they're all going to listen to this. Um, Jamie was my first roommate, and I think really the only problem we had was that we both didn't like to clean.
0: Yeah, and I definitely wasn't the grossest college apartment you've been in by any means, but I think that because neither of us had lived without our parents before, we just didn't know how to maintain a
1: household. The problem was that I had been forced to do so many chores as a child. I was like, I will do chores when I feel like it and not immediately right away. So I was like, Not doing chores as a sense of rebellion and freedom.
0: And I was an only child, so I am not a team player, so I cleaned my own shit and left everything else a disaster.
1: I was frustrated a few times because you'd have people over and they would make a mess. And it would sit there for a few days and you'd be like, well, I didn't make that mess. I'm like, okay, but they're not coming back to clean it up.
0: (laughs) That's fair happened one time, and it was a catastrophe, but we're
1: moving on. There was a spaghetti incident.
0: We don't talk about it, but, um...
1: But for the most part, we got along every now and then, like, you get on my nerves, but nothing, like, serious.
0: I never really had a super difficult roommate. I've only ever had two roommates other than my husband, but also... I tell people how I feel about things, especially if they're my friends. So if I don't like something... I'll just tell you. Even if it's as simple as wrong. a table. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I am have opinions and I'm not afraid to say that. Sometimes. I'm not going to say anything that will like raise conflict. But if I'm like, hey, I like that the laundry detergent is on the shelf. Could we just leave it here? Most of the time people don't fight me on that kind of stuff.
1: Yeah, I don't think we did anything to really go out of our way and hurt each other i probably stole a few quarters from you but
0: that's fine um i would say that the only really serious roommate issue i had and it's not even serious i just never brought it up to my other roommate but the other roommate i had her boyfriend also lived with us which great fine we all three your boyfriend
1: also lived with you pretty much
0: oh yeah um fine but they definitely hung out in the living room more and I kind of was forced to move into my room and I had all my snacks in there which again fine I didn't say anything so like had I said something I'm sure she would have been like hey let's share the space evenly but if you have a whole apartment I understand if you're in a dorm room that's not really a possibility but if you have a whole apartment utilize it because when I moved to my next apartment with my husband I didn't use like our second bedroom that we had as an office because I was so not used to like having a whole apartment until we moved into this one our second apartment and now I'm like I feel like I use all of the space adequately like
1: it is weird when you have an odd number of people two of them are a couple and they decide I will be in the living room right now you're like do I crash this party or do yeah. I go to my room and
0: I'm I i did not really mind being in my room but it was like
1: you don't realize. You can't
0: tell if you're supposed to be in there or not. If this is their like alone couple time or n- not. Yeah. <laughs> They're just being roommates and they were roommates.
1: Mhm. But uh, I wish there was like s- some sort of way to know without having to ask and have a weird conversation.
0: Yeah. So, I would say that that's my biggest roommate difficulty.
1: After I moved out with you, I decided I would have six roommates. Technically, it was five, but somebody's girlfriend lived with us. Um, Leah, she's a gym.
0: She is your best roommate.
1: Probably. Um, I lived with technically five other people a straight boy, a gay boy, a trans boy, a gay woman, and a straight woman.
0: The variety,
1: the range. <laughs> and I was another straight woman. Um,. So it was unique all around. But I think one of like we had probably specific situations that don't happen to everybody cause us issues, but one thing that we had that was a problem was chores. Because there were so many of us, it was hard to keep track of whose shit was what. So we made a chore chart that almost completely solved that problem. And nothing was ever too bad but one thing we did have a problem with is people are passive aggressive as shit so let me tell you if you are looking to find a roommate get one soon or be married or spend time with anybody you can never have expectations that you haven't said out loud
0: communication i know everybody gives that advice for everything it is the magic
1: yeah Um, you ever watch a TV show and nobody's talked to each other all day long? And, like, you're, like, if everybody just pulled their stories together, you'd defeat the villain an hour ago? Exactly. But, yes, um, if you have an expectation, it should be said out loud.
0: When I helped you guys move into that house, I helped carry the washer and dryer down the stairs with our friend Josh. I know he's not gonna listen to this, but dryer's light, easy. I was going backwards down the stairs, and Josh was, like, pushing the washer towards me we are not the two that should have been doing
1: Absolutely not. <laughs> I
0: really thought that that was the end for me. And it wasn't, honestly, that bad. They were
1: practically thrown down the stairs.
0: Yeah. Um, so we're talking about moving out of this apartment, and Ryan's like, how are we going to get the washer dryer out of here? I was like, if me and Josh can do it, then we can certainly handle this, especially with my mom.
1: Oh, your mom's got it. She'll carry that thing out like a turtle.
0: Yeah, I'm not worried about it at all. But Yeah.
1: Um, we, I don't have any wildly crazy roommate stories. I guess here's a crazy one for people who want to hear something interesting. It's not that crazy. Um, he's going <laughs> to listen to this and might be mad, but he knows what he did was wrong. Um, after I lived with those five roommates, I moved in with one of them. And he can be a little passive-aggressive. He's bad at communication. He knows this. Hard to gold, though. Yeah. And um, sometimes he would be mad that I didn't do something he wanted me to do, but he had never asked me to do it. Um, but sometimes he would be mad about other stuff. That also didn't make sense. There was one time that me and another friend, we were going out on the town But part of going out on the town was to buy him a birthday present. So I did not invite him. I didn't even tell him when I was leaving. I just kind of left for the day. And so the friend I went out with was also his friend. And he was like, why would you not invite me? But we had already been in like a few fights this week. So he decided, F you. Um, I can't believe you wouldn't invite me. And when I got home... He had taken everything that was his out of the living room because it was, like, my furniture and his furniture put together. But he took, like, his Xbox and his TV and all that stuff that would have made life enjoyable in the living room and put it away in his room. I'm like, okay. So I go to sleep and I wake up. And I guess in the middle of the night he realized he was being a petty bitch and he put everything back like it never happened, I don't and I the would story have been, at all. I would have been this crazy person who was like, "What? That didn't happen." But it did, and you know it. And we've talked about this, and we got past it, and we're fine now. But what a petty story!
0: <laughs> I yeah, I don't even think he told me that. I can't remember that situation. Probably not. That's crazy, though. Uh, yeah, communicate with your roommates. Um, I. It's rough. Anyway, second question, not advice. What's the creepiest thing a male has ever said to you?
1: God, does the list go on and on and on, especially since I'm on dating apps.
0: I feel like I should go first because I don't have anything that exciting. Okay. Um, I pretty much blatantly ignore everybody around me when I'm in public and I'll listen to headphones and if somebody's talking to me, I'll just walk the other way because I'm antisocial and a little bit rude. Um, so, one time when I was working at a coffee shop, it was about to be closing, but this father and son came in, and he, like, they ordered coffee or whatever, and they were sitting there talking, and the dad kept, like, whispering and, like, kind of pointing to me, and I knew they were talking about me, but, like, he was kind of laughing, and the son just, like, seemed uncomfortable and was like, no, 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 and then I'm, like, trying to do my closing stuff, get ready. And the dad comes up to me. And he's like, hey, my son has a crush on you. I think he said this boy was like a junior in high school. And I'm like 21 at the time. And I'm like, I don't think that you understand that I'm, I'm not 15 years old.
1: Um, I'm a grandmother.
0: I wasn't a grandmother, but I was definitely too old to date that kid. And also for sure dating somebody else and not interested. And the boy kept like... Like, he got up and he was, like, I'm really sorry. I'm uncomfortable, Dad. I don't want you to do this. And the dad just, like, kept continuing. Like, the boy felt so bad he apologized. I wasn't creeped out by him at all, but his dad was, like, he's really nice. He, like, gets good grades. He does sport. Like, trying to, like, sell this boy to me. And I was, like, I'm sure. If
1: he's still getting grades, Mm -hmm. he ain't for me.
0: Yeah, I'm, like, I'm sure he's a lovely lad, but...
1: If I had a and younger just, sister, I'd let you know, but.
0: And I even was, like, I have a boyfriend, and he, like, kept talking to them. And I was, like, I'm, I think that I was, t- like, 21 at the time. I think I said I was, like, 24. I, like, really wanted to be, like, there's, this is absolutely a huge age difference that's unacceptable. Like, I had to sell it. I don't know why I thought I had to amp it up, because 21 dating a 16-year-old is illegal and weird. But also, I was, like, it has to be. Intensely. I am
1: forty.
0: Yeah, and so I was like, I'm actually twenty five, and he like face turned like white, and he was like, "Oh, well, I guess that would make things more difficult." And then I left, and I was like,
1: "Yikes!"
0: I feel bad for that kid because he tried. I know that that's like not the creepy you meant. You meant like sexually gross and weird, but like it was still a very <laughs> strange experience.
1: So I myself am on dating apps, and I get a gross message every time. I get on there. And usually it's just kind of like, do you want to see my penis?
0: <laughs> Consent, though. <laughs> when they usually
1: are like, let me come over and show you my penis. They don't really ask. They say, let me come over. Hmm. Or come over. Uh, all kind of gross, but nothing like so horrific that you're like, I should really be afraid. Um, but in middle school... Was not on dating apps. And I, I distinctly remember I was in history class. And I was working on a group project. And I was the only girl in my group. And the group project was that we were political parties. And we had to pick a president, a vice president, a secretary. I was the president. Of course. Because I love just being hot shit, but also out of the group I was most likely to probably be least hated by the rest of the class members. Okay. Um, One of the boys in my group I had known since like elementary school and I wasn't used to him like being a super creeper weirdo but he told me something that I remember to this day and I'm still very concerned that he could harm me. Oh,
0: let's hear it.
1: And this is in middle school, so we're like 11, 12, 13.
0: Good, good.
1: Um, he told me that he would like to keep me as a pet in a cage in his mother's basement.
0: Yikes.
1: What the fuck?
0: Yeah, that's right. He's rough.
1: married now with a child.
0: I hope they're doing okay.
1: They're racist.
0: <laughs> Not Okay. Uh, I will say the other creepiest thing I told on a previous podcast. I don't know what episode it is, but um sixteen year old boy once told me that he was planning on how many kids we were gonna have together, and we weren't even dating at the time, so that's too much for me.
1: I did have this really weird like fever dream experience on Tinder or something. There was this guy it was late at night. And I, like, matched with him. And I thought it was, like, a fake account because this man was beautiful. Mm-hmm. Like, the so beautiful it was unreal. Yeah. Like a model on Tinder in Ohio.
0: <laughs> the most realistic bio you could have.
1: Um, but I matched and he messaged me and I was like, okay, hello. He messages me basically... Would I like to come over, sleep with him and his twin brother while it's being recorded?
0: And I'm like, literally,
1: what the fuck? And I, like, say, oh, my fucking God, or some shit along those lines. And I, like, put my phone away. I'm like, oh, my God. When I wake up in the morning, he is, like, unmatched, deleted his profile, doesn't exist, the messages were never sent. (laughs) I was like... I know that happened. That was a real thing that's really creepy. Um, but he really wanted to make sure it looked like it never happened. I was gonna get kidnapped.
0: Goodness gracious, that's rough, buddy. I what well we're gonna go to group therapy. As always, <laughs> if you have any questions, comments, or concerns, you can tweet us at our now functioning Twitter, two pals in a pod, or email us at two pod at gmail.com. That's all, folks.
1: Bye.